point of clarification um, is now you don't just have like short sellers buying. You now have like retail purchasers, like people like right. me. People like right, because now again you have to you have to realize this this subreddit has you know it's it's grown exponentially, but hundreds of thousands, millions of people on it, and everyone's saying buy GME, and the type of people that that gravitate towards this subreddit literally only need one person on the internet to tell them to do something, and they will literally do it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 282, Rise of the Stonk Market. I'm one of your hosts, Trip Zero. I'm here with Neo Ayoshi. Hey, how you doing? And Felix, you're good? Hey, what's up? And Lock and Key. What's going on, everybody? Guys, how you doing, man? Uh, it's been a pretty, uh, pretty insane week with all this... Uh, trading overlapping with our video game world so we're definitely going to get into some of that uh before we really really dive in uh, of course uh right now stop whatever you're doing and uh go to youtube and search the emergent gamer podcast and uh, hit the subscribe button and a little bell and all that fun shit you see on the videos um we're so close to 100 and when we do that we can give you a url that's much easier than go here and type so just like do that so we can get over that hump mm-hmm. and give you guys uh, a way easier way to do this and find our stuff in the future um so personally guys before we dive into this uh this topic this this stock market uh revolution that's overlapping with our game world um you know we usually chat about what we've been up to what we've been doing i've been doing you know stardew valley but nothing else is new and different with that just continuing on my my year one challenge of finishing the town's community center and reinvigorating everyone's lives within the first year on the on the new update and it's been great man i'm pretty much set up for success once winter rolls around so we big chilling it's a lot of fun other than that i got a i got nothing i haven't even touched destiny in like a week or two oh shit yeah yeah i mean i'm uh i haven't played a video game in um how many weeks has it been three three weeks at this probably point? about yeah. yeah yeah i moved into a new house so i'm on my laptop and nice. uh, i'm sitting in my dining room surrounded by boxes. Um, <laughs> well, congrats on that, man. That's a huge milestone. Thank you. Thank you. So hopefully soon I'll have uh, I'll have a, a gaming spot set up for myself and yeah. I'll be back doing, all, doing something. Mm-hmm. For all you listening on audio, uh, Locke is our, our longtime caller, part-time listener. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it does sound like you're calling in a little bit. He's phoning it? It? He, yeah. it in well, a little bit today. Yeah, well, that, that, that's what happens when you use AirPods as your microphone and not <laughs> yeah. a sweet it's microphone not, like everybody it's, else. It's, it's, not, here's, it's not bad, but no. But in contrast to your, like, you spent so much time on your audio on your previous setup, and like, you could tell right at the end, right? You know, right? Yeah, Dude, this, well, you know, it is what it is. Here we are. This, this it is, is it's fine. This is no different than like thousands of uh fucking tv personalities who just sat in their fucking you know in their saunas and in their hot tubs and like in their fucking wherever just like wearing airpods and ta- doing like some kind of like charity event or you know anything. Yeah, did, you, I mean, did you watch the nfl draft like back in the spring felix no at no. all that was just a parade of awful audio quality as every clown in the world hopped on, hopped on a video call 
I was like, thanks for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Or like, you know, over to Roger Goodell's house on his AirPods or whatever. It was just a fucking mess, dude. Locks quality right now is the exact quality that um, Josh, Josh Gad has for re- re- mm-hmm. re- reunited apart, which is yes. specials he does where he brings in like the last special he did was the all the karate kid. Like every single cast member for all three of the Karate Kids, not the next Karate Kid because Hillary Swank wasn't there. But like, but all three of the first Karate Kids, and then the entire awesome. the entire cast of Cobra Kai, all in one big fucking call, Jesus and they were all Christ, on so like it, various audio devices and like. That sounds know? annoying, dude. I don't want to be in a Zoom call with ten people, let alone like they edited it real. They edited it really well. Like they cut people out, and you know, I think it. I think there's some some uh, magic Hollywood magic happened. Mm. Funny enough. I did watch the next karate kid for the first time over the weekend. Oh, you did. That is a bad, that is a bad movie. It is not great. <laughs> that's the only, that's, uh, that's the only crew that was, was not invited to be in a, in this giant Ooh, call. Not invited. Or, not. or she just, I think they did try and invite her and she has not responded yet. Yeah, or just won't. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, there was some, uh, spoiler, guests and i'm not going to reveal who that showed up in the latest season of cobra kai that might entice her to come in so we'll see what happens next season although be there from speaking of audio i'd like to apologize last week for how my audio sounded it should not sound like that now you really don't have to it should should be okay our man on the street uh, kevin oates uh acknowledged that your audio was barely even noticeable so Oh, good. Thank God. <laughs> he means he couldn't hear you. I'm, I'm literally doing what you suggested to me uh, yeah. last week. Yeah. So I have my, my cameras plugged into my main computer now. Audio is all first party audio, not like transferred audio. Okay. So yeah, hopefully that, uh, yeah, me and Neo kind of tackled it for a little bit after, uh, after last week. Just, just more like conceptual discussions, understanding, you know, the signal flow and where to put things. But I'm glad that's already helped a little mm-hmm. bit so yeah, it sounds great yeah. well, now, you, now you have yeah. me so so now you can compare against me and i have the worst audio so it's <laughs> fine you know everyone's gonna forget and they're gonna only hear me so it's fine it's always don't the most recent it. don't worry about it cool hopefully next week i'm not on airpods but oh yeah, we'll, yeah well i'll get back there so what have you been up to felix Okay, so uh, just real brief, I download. No, I it but, never is. It no, never it's, is. It's been, it never is. He's, he, he has to if he has to sigh before I was going to story. It's, it's, <sighs> it's not. It's not fucking brief. Uh, it's not brief. It's, right. Here's what's happening. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the cyber uh, cyberpunk or genre is a theme with mine, and there was a game I bought a while ago on the Xbox, and it finally came to the Switch, and I realized it was there. Uh, I mentioned it a long time ago. It's called Ruiner. Uh, Ruiner is I remember, just, yeah, yeah. I remember you talking about this. So Ruiner is like an isometric, um, you know, angle. Very, very. The angle of it reminds me of um, um, it's a fucking. Oh God, I'm blanking. The game with the Diablo. Fucking, Diablo. Thank you. I knew it was a D word. I knew it was a D word. Yeah. So it I reminds me a lot of that, but it takes place in the cyberpunk future and. You know, it it opens up after the initial part, and there's like a little map world hub world that you can go around and find get quests from people and uh it's pretty cool i, I looked um, up some screenshots as you're talking and this does look pretty cool honestly it's it's a real pretty game um it's very stylistic and very very much like a well put together cyberpunk themed game if you want to play mm-hmm. an alternative to actual cyberpunk mm-hmm. um and i really enjoy it it's a shooter you know you're just a stick shooter you're aiming in certain directions but you have like 
it's crazy. This game came out, what, two, three years before Cyberpunk? And it has, like, a lot of the same, like, tropes and, and, and moves you can do and upgrades are very similar. Like, there's so much in the game that's very similar, obviously. Well, that genre's been around since the 80s, at least. Yeah, so I, I gather they're when they made this game, they were probably pulling from the tabletop game. So that's been kind of a re- recurring theme for me and my interest besides Fallout. Um, that update came out. Um, they just did a quality of life update, um, which I'm pretty excited. So now, like, when you hover over an item in your Pip-Boy, it now You're shows you. this now. Yeah, the update came out for Fallout uh, t- yesterday. So, oh, I thought we were talking about Ruiner. So, did no, you play? I, I, I skipped past Ruiner. We're, we're, we're moving on. Go ahead. No, were, what, you did play, I, were you playing it? Playing like Ruiner? Ruiner? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that that's I bought it on the Switch. It came to the Switch. Came out on the Switch. Gotcha, so I bought. Gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, okay. I, I thought I'd said that, but like, um, I bought it on the Switch, and I've been playing Ruiner just off and on, just you know, to to meet that uh, cyberpunk, you know, you know, scratch the itch. Dude. I guess yeah, scratch I the itch. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah. Looking for. Um, but F- Fallout also came out with the quality of life update, and so they added some things that make the gameplay menu management like way easier one they gave you 12 a 1200 a 1200 pounds stash now so you have 1200 pounds versus 800 what was it before oh 800 800. yeah so that's really cool it's not going to affect me because i was really good at managing the 800 there are people who aren't good at managing their stash amount but i figured Mm -hmm. out like a system at the level i'm at yeah yeah so like if somebody comes back to the game and they had trouble managing the stash you're going to be able to it's 1200 um the other thing they added was stack weight. So now when you look at like bullets, it's not just the individual weight of the bullets. It was so stupid. It was like 0.0001. And then you would have to fucking go in and do some math to find out how many pounds that fucking is. Right? Realism, dude. Right. You know? Now <laughs> the game tells you that that your and you can carry 100 pounds of things somehow, yeah. but we're going to make every individual bullet weigh something because realism. What's hilarious about the stack weight thing is I now realize that fucking shotgun shells weigh a whole lot more than other shit. Like I, I have a lot of shotgun shells well, and I really, yes. yeah, I, I mean, it would make <laughs> sense, but like, you don't think about it. Realism. Realism. Yeah. So made me think about it. I would think about it. And Cause it showed me, it showed it me sense. like compared to like my 10 millimeter rounds, the shotgun shells were like 14 pounds. And I was like, holy shit, that's a lot. Yeah. You know, taking up weight. But anyway, so yeah, that's there's that's cool. that actually have other shells inside that explode out when you shoot it. So it's like I heavier. know. I know how <laughs> shotguns work. Um and then in the Pip Boy now they added categories that make more sense. So like now aid and food are separate. So you have okay. a food tab where it's just food, and then you have aid, which is like your drugs and stuff, and that's in mm-hmm. a separate tab. And then they added a new tab if you w- want to look for the last thing that you used or added to your stash. Or your inventory. Oh, that's so that's you can convenient. go to new, and then you have food, and and, and so that's really that cool. seems super helpful, especially yeah. when there's a lot of things you have to be managing. They did not um, add the fucking perk card loadouts, which we've been waiting for oh, for man, fucking. I, know. I still want to be able to like set a perk card loadout for like melee versus shooting, and I can't fucking do it. So I know you and your Twitter BFF, that, dude. He promised. He promised you. I. One of these days, I'm going to fucking send him another tweet saying, what's up, dude? Like Pete Hines, <laughs> me and Pete Hines. We, we got, her. we got a thing. And, uh, and excuse, excuse me, Peter. Yeah. Peter. <laughs> what is good. And then, you promised uh, me this. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I've been fucking around with, I fucked around with that. The last thing I was going to talk about, uh, real briefly is, 
I mentioned to Locke, and I don't know if he ever saw what I wrote to you in the Emerging Gator Discord. You eventually you said you're going to play Cyberpunk. You're really into the uh, Assassin's Creed currently, but you said you're eventually yeah. going to play it. Yeah. For so sure. remember, I told you that there's some missable weapons in the beginning. Yeah, you mentioned the katana and something else. I think right, right, mm-hmm. and a pistol. So somebody right. somebody figured out there is a way to get back to that shit. <laughs> Yeah, of course and you can clip back into the building and mm. then you basically go back into the place where you, you do the initial missions and okay. all of the bodies of the people you killed are all still there. Anything you left alive is still nice. there to fight you. The camera systems are still hackable. The collectibles are all still there. And then you just need to, the only thing you need to bring with you is a double jump. You have to outfit your mm. legs with double jump, but you, if okay. you miss those that sword and miss that gun, you can actually get all the way to the top if you follow a video on. Uh, wow, no shit! It does require you to clip back into the building via opening a car door that opens you through the wall of the mm. building. It sounds like sounds like the sparrow glitch in the the new Destiny yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Also, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raid, you could glitch uh, through one of the other out of bounds areas by uh, pushing yourself up against the door with the stasis crystals out of that uh, that exotic gun. Yeah, that was yeah. a fun one too. Yeah, so that's that's. I would just want to let you know. We that's love it. a good out of bounds here. I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty much I'm, like I said, I'm about ten percent until the end of the story. Um, going through as many of the side quests as possible. I got through all of Pan Am stuff. I got all through all. Of You're the- doing every single thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've definitely gotten trophies for every single one of the regions, completed all the Oh, and I'm doing the money glitch regularly. And they did not nice. the, the recent update did not patch out the money glitch. So if you still want to do it, you can still do the money glitch. Excellent. Uh, and uh, I I have a little bit more information. All you have to do is put the painting, store the painting in I think I already mentioned this. You get this painting from this quest. I can't remember the name of the quest, but you get a painting mm-hmm. from a quest comes down from the moon or something some fucking dumb shit and then <laughs> um and then you you pay for the uh or you sell it to the vending machine and then you buy it you leave the vending machine instantly and then go back in and it's five it's only five euros to buy it back right you, put, you get four thousand when you sell it so you get four thousand get back five or, or lose five Get the thing back, sell it again for another four thousand. Get back, you know, sell sell for five. Sure. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, you can also do it. I found out that you not only can you do it with the vending machines, you could do it with every vendor. And oh, some wow. of the That's some dope. of the like the gun vendors and like the the net hacking vendors, those all have like like f- more caps. They have the, mm-hmm. I'm saying caps like it's fucking Fallout. They have more euros. Uh, right. They have like thirty thousand or forty thousand, so you can get more money out of them. But I need. 2 million euros in order to buy all the cars in the game. I think that's no. overshooting, but I want, I want some cash left over after I buy all the cars. No, of course. But that's the goal. Anyway, that's, that's what I've been up to. That's all I've been doing. I love it, dude. Just glitching did, that. Did you see... Did, uh, did, did, all of that, did all of that fit into my sigh? Is uh, that- I mean, I, I think, honestly, you sighed. Uh, your sigh was, was dis- disproportionate to the information levels. I was ex- expecting so much uh, more. Mud- yeah, so much more or some Good. massive issue. Did you see that uh, the mod tools are officially released now for Cyberpunk? Right, but they like, wouldn't be, the- they would never, that's not console mod tools. That's for PC. Yeah, it might editors. just be PC. Right. Yeah. 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 They're not They're doing, there's, no did, see that. There's, there's no way. You're getting console <laughs> mod tools for <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. That game can barely exist. Stably on the console, let alone <laughs> like, running everyone's mods. 
Well, no, it would be funny if they're like, here, have the console mod tools uh, so you can fix the game. Damn, you know what would be an incredible mod for Cyberpunk? Honestly, the first thing I thought when when they got dropped. I was like, great, now people can fix it. Well, uh, dude, that's I don't I was saying like I'm like I'm happy and I'm sad because I think it might like disincentivize CDPR to actually fix it. Because like right. you know, mm-hmm. there's already a group out there probably working on like the the major unofficial cyberpunk patch or whatever there was already that's how it feels in Bethesda. they're incentivized and unincentivized because exactly. they have all the mod tools out right you know? I-, I was watching there was a video i was watching where a guy had made third person mode you already have third person for the car the driving around but they made a th- it was I- janky and it looked stupid yeah. uh, at certain angles but like it was a working third person like you could do it like it was for crazy sure. yeah yeah so yeah that's 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 it that makes your characters look like they would if you're playing on like an xbox one that'd be a pretty great uh mod, mod honestly like remember the video the like the one meme video that first went around like the unpatched game on like an xbox one where like the cop's face was like it was like solid snake and metal gear solid mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it was like all yeah. it was all block like yeah. block that would be a sick mod for for a pc <laughs> Anyway, anyway, uh, Neo. Neo, is there anything you want to um, get caught up on before we hit the uh, the stonk? Yeah, talk? Uh, I'm definitely going to get back to Cyberpunk. That is a game that I will get through and finish if I have to force myself because I do I do like the story. But um, other than that, I've also started Sekiro, and I have I've barely made progress since last week. Like I got to the next boss in the area that I was since we last talked, and I'm beating my head against it. Um, I, need, mm. I haven't had really a lot of time to like play games. So um, other than that, I played Mario Party for the first time on Switch. It's pretty fun. Like you got a nice group of like four or so people. You have a good time on your hands and you'll hate each other by the end of it because that game is diabolical. And when and how it uh, how it plays the mini games are great, though, like party for party mini games. Definitely recommend it uh, at least. Um, but that's it. That's like all I've been playing. That's like all I've done. Yeah, uh, Switch, not a whole uh, lot of big updates. No, Switch oh, Party is uh, is fun, but uh, you can't play online with people, which makes literally zero mm-hmm. sense. It is, yeah, it's a little, oh. it's a little challenging oh. at this point. It's a classic Nintendo dumb decision that makes no sense in the context of the product they released. But you know, nothing else new classic there. So Nintendo. Mario Party is literally designed to be played at a party. Yeah, in a like a couch party. Yeah, like if you're on the couch Got with it. everybody, you can play like. An online mini game blitz versus someone else. Like you can just play like the mini games from the board games together, and then I guess see who does better overall. But that's why. Why? Why would it, anyone do that? It honestly mm-hmm. makes no sense at all that they wouldn't think about online multiplayer for that game. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't. It, it's a board game that you can play on yeah. screen. Like it's not even complicated. It's, it's not yeah. even like. It's really not. Maybe even plus. add up to like eight players online. Make it like, like <laughs> right. Make it something crazy and new. You know, I don't know Nintendo. Right. Yeah, I played it locally with my with my nephew. We played a few games and it was it was fun. But like, it's just different. It's not. We're not. It's not the original Mario Party anymore. Where like kids are getting together to play next to one another. It just right. doesn't happen as much anymore. You need to right. be making multiplayer games. <laughs> They could so have like, made such a right. big impact with it if they decided to do multiplayer. Like, oh, like for sure. playing 
cooperative board games together and nintendo could be like the one mm-hmm. be like well sure. remember mario party well now it's here it is online right that would make too much sense though too much sense dude. dude too well, much they, I, I mean That's i think there's a move in the, that direction with uh the super mario 35 like that that's kind of like a move in that direction, kind of. You know? They they dip their toe in often, right? Like Animal Crossing is kind of multiplayer, but the multiplayer in that is like a, a nightmare to use because you it takes like three minutes to load into someone else's island or yeah, even Mario Kart. And they're playing the entire time. Yeah. And like even like Mario Kart, while being a good online an okay online experience like it's not the easiest to like friend codes like we're still with friend codes here like this is this is nintendo we're talking about who like they're not fully on board with the online experience they really do believe the best experience is like in front of your tv with other people like that is generally they're like why are they the only why are they the only company that thinks that it needs to be like one or the other and it can't be both right that's that's the problem with the thinking there you know what I mean? Like, well, they're, they're not the more of like a no, company than like an entertainment company. They're not the only respect. company that short sighted that. Um, me and our friend, our mutual friend Menti, tested out uh, Apple Arcade, mm-hmm. and a good majority of the games there can only be played locally. Um, Interesting. Yeah, like, but, they they but don't like, have a lot of like. There's not a lot of games in that in that membership that have online that's, capabilities. That's, that's dozens of 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 indie developers. Right. Like we're not talking about Nintendo and a first party like Yeah, that's true. Nintendo hasn't hasn't created infrastructure for online multiplayer ever. And like what <laughs> yeah. they have now is still not good when there's perfect examples of what good looks like. So to Neo's point, mm-hmm. they're like actively choosing not to develop that and saying this yeah. is the way we want you to play, even though it can be both. It doesn't stop people from playing Mario Party together when they're at each other's houses. It also means that they can now, during a pandemic, also play with their friends and play that game instead of playing something else. And like, the, you know, the, the, the date is out there. Like it, no one's losing money except Nintendo mm-hmm. for not mm-hmm. making these decisions. Right. Like they're literally being out. They're outsold by every console except the Xbox. But that was three years after they dropped the Switch. Like yeah, they, they were like the best point. console last year, yeah. right? Yeah, right during the pandemic. Um, but like, you know, and everyone's like, <laughs> Nintendo was like, you know, they're just such a, a leader in video game design, but like, they're not in experience, and it's just gonna mm-hmm. come back to bite them. Like, the best thing it's, they did was make the store open to third party developers, mm-hmm. but like, mm-hmm. you know, mix their online like system is terrible. Mix in the fact that you can't you know communicate with people properly when you play their consoles. Mix in the fact that they're still like. I don't know, making shit weird hardware wise, like the drift issue with the joy cons. There's just so many small little decisions that, that are questionable when they should be mm. doubling down and trying to take more of that, that market. Oh yeah. Keep but in I mind their last, like, their so last have to work. Yeah. major project that they released was the Mario Kart AR tour thing that live that like you buy the Mario Kart and you make an, you make a r- racetrack in your own home and you use the mm-hmm. switch to like, mario kart with people that is like severely like a be in the room with people while you play it type activity like right. that is and it's, you you have to buy like a yeah like, like that's like the last major thing that they thought was a cool idea and a fun t- it's like a gimmicky toy like like you know that's they do that labo nintendo labo was like another one of those examples of like nintendo going here here's a fun thing to do in your in your kitchen table make a cardboard design and then play with it in your with your switch like 
they do they do a lot of that like that is them that is that is nintendo's thing and they're they're mm-hmm. sticking to it they to hell with what you you xbox gamers want exactly and your multiplayer call of duties and I was gonna, whatnot my anecdote from trying to play an online nintendo game does the marvel ultimate alliance 3 count as a nintendo game like it's i think it's a development studio hired by nintendo to make it it is that is exclusive to switch right i know it's exclusive so, but it's yes. a, so yes. it's not first the, party but so the way that game works is you have a team of four heroes and like you can play with your friends yeah. so you can set up like a team right so three people so i tried this with people and that game has like cutscenes, and the worst fucking thing was that if any if we wanted to skip the cutscene, we all had to do it together <laughs> <laughs> so we had to create a command that we would because we were talking over we weren't even you know they don't have chat or anything so we were just using discord no they don't and like <laughs> so no we're playing this game through discord but in order to signal that we wanted to like get past the, the cutscene that we had already watched probably in other playthroughs we all had to yell out skip it skip it so we got this habit of just screaming skip it whenever we got to a cutscene all you, fucking night long <laughs> i love bringing up the um the headset that they put out for splatoon 2 do you remember this thing yep i do Very i do you plug headset. it in your phone and your into your phone you had to have a smartphone and then use their app then run a cable out to your switch and uh then maybe you could talk to someone. It's, it's almost like the uh, the days of the like when Final Fantasy XI first came to PlayStation Two, or like the hard when you had to, where you had to buy the hard drive yes. expansion in order to run it. Or like that wasn't there for Christmas? Wasn't there um, something crazy with SOCOM when multiplayer first started on PlayStation Two? I don't know. I think it, I think it had, started yeah, with they SOCOM. They had a USB headset. They had a USB yeah, headset. They had like yeah, a they special headset that you could use for SOCOM. Like mm-hmm. that was PlayStation Two. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was the infancy, and they just released something, but you plug it into a smartphone. Specialized <laughs> game hardware. In 2017, they threw this out, dude. Like, oh that, my God. Like, that hookup for SOCOM was because that was the first online multiplayer shooter. And, like, they needed a way for you to communicate that didn't Great exist solution. Yet. Great solution for the like, Sony PlayStation 2. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Wild. Anyway, anyway, let's get into like the main topic tonight. Yeah. Brass yeah. tacks. Uh, let's right get there. down to the brass tacks here, folks. Felix, you had, I, had, I, had no good, I had no good transition. I'm not going to lie. There was such a good potential trade-off with Felix, but it was too early to use. When you were talking about that cyberpunk glitch, you're essentially like short selling your painting to yourself. And I was like, damn, dude, that would be the moment. But there's still a little bit more to talk about. So, I mean, it's not. I mean, it would have no. been fine. Felix, don't pick it apart. It's, pick I'm it not going to pick it apart. Because, it's a, it's well, a, no, I can't pick it apart because I don't transition. I, like I said, we're going into this not being financial experts. I have investments in a stock in the stock market. I'm would I would describe myself as a long term investor in the stock market. I'm not a a short seller. I'm not a day trader. I have no interest in that kind of volatility whatsoever. So everyone listening, I'm not, if I give anyone ever like, and I give sometimes personal friends like advice on how to invest, it's never short, short term, term, instant, easy money making scheme. It's never that. And that's what all of this mm-hmm. shit fucking is. And that's too, well, vo- I mean, that's way, vol- way too volatile for me. I would, I would, I would, I would agree with the majority of the things that you just said, besides the fact that 
um, what is currently happening rarely ever happens. So right. we should start mm-hmm. there in terms yeah. of like, this is not something that is like a normal occurrence. Some of the things that have led to this are very normal occurrences, but what is happening with, with GameStop currently and GameStop's um, stock price is something that only happens uh, once every decade, right? The last time that this happened was with Volkswagen, um, which I think was in two, that, which was in 2008. Um, And I, I don't know the time that it happened before that. But okay, I'll tell you something I'll, like this I'll, has not happened. Right? I saw the most amazing meme. If you're familiar with this movie, it came out in the '80s. Someone was like, "What's happening right now?" Is is, is exactly the finale of the movie Trading Places <laughs> with Eddie Murphy. Mm. If you guys have mm. ever seen that, what's mm-hmm. occurring here is I the have. same exact thing that carried out the plot line of the end of Trading Places that put the two villains in the movie completely right out of work. So like somebody, somebody observed that and figured out that whoever is doing this through uh, Reddit is basically just following the trading places playbook, uh, which is right. fucking hilarious. So um, to, to just reiterate very clearly to anyone that's in the Twitch channel or listens to this, that this is not financial advice. This is not, we are, we are no means experts, um, but we're going to pick apart probably from A to Z what's currently happening with GameStop. If you haven't already heard or you've heard and still don't understand, we'll do our best to explain it. Um, and then just, I guess probably share all of our thoughts on it and everything in between. Um, so it's very important that you don't don't make any decision, right? That you do not. Yeah. That you do not make any decisions with your money based off of things that we say. Um, and if you do and you lose money, um, that's capitalism, baby. So um, not responsible. <laughs> the, you, the one uh, thing you can make your decision. You on iTunes, love so, it. The, I brought up this topic, and the one thing I wanted to clarify to give better context as to why I suggested it, because you know, like, like I said, we're not financial experts, so it's 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 risky to like think that we could even talk about this. But, I understand like, why people would think that we are okay, but we just have to be very clear that we're not. But, but here's the reason why I brought it up. It's because I have a lot of gamer friends. I got guys that I work with who are gamer friends. I have people in my life who are gamer friends. They know that I invest in the stock market and have had some successes in the stock market because I've communicated that in the past. So all when all this started, people started coming up to me asking me if that I think they should invest in this, even though I don't really fucking, you know, I, I'm, this is not the kind of trading that I even do, mm-hmm. but like, because I thought it meritable to like talk about this on our show to clarify mm-hmm. for people who are listening, if they don't fully understand it, what are the risks? You know, what what um, what kind of chance would somebody be taking if they went down this path? So I think it was important sure. to just lay it out for each other, so that we mm-hmm. all fully mm-hmm. understand it. You know, yeah, and think, then also lay it out would, for people would, listening. Yeah, I would make sure uh, keep those two questions that you just mentioned, and make sure that we hit them. So because I think those are those are important things along the lines, and it's it's going to be really hard. We'll do our best to tell a cohesive story here and hit everything that that's involved in this. But those are questions that if you feel like we should answer for those that are listening, then I think that's fine to give our, again, our opinions for gamers who have full-time jobs 
that play video games and talk on a video <laughs> podcast give you our opinions on this. Again, we play video games. Okay, that's that's it. That's about that's, it. Well, we're, not, we're not even really good at talking I will, about that. I, so. I will. I will share. We will all share our own experiences and our own things as it relates to the stock market and to GME. But again, we will we will answer those questions if it's come up. Um, so, what are we talking about, guys? We're talking about um, GameStop, and we're talking about um, currently what's happening with the stock price. So, anyone that's listening, that's what we're covering tonight. I don't even think what's behind me is actually current, but the last we checked, the last I screenshotted it, it was three forty seven fifty one. I don't know yeah, if well, it went it, higher. It's, it's down. It's down fifteen percent in aftermarket. It's down to two ninety two fifty four in aftermarket, which there's reasons for that, which we can get to. But uh, yes, that was probably right about the high for the day. Um, so uh, I guess we should start with. Um, I would say the the where it all started. Yeah, the uh, beginning of this and like right. the overall goal. Of sure. The people so, that are that are pushing this no, this agenda. I can right I can give you I can give you like a big overview of like what the last week has been. I would I would or rewind last. a little. I would rewind a little bit. Um, even even because, more than that. Yeah, because this started in 2019. All of this, mm-hmm. all of this is is dating back. Oh, to 2019. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, if for all those that don't um look at our popular are all on reddit you might not have seen this subreddit if you don't know about it but there's a subreddit called wall wall street bets and it is everything that felix does not do in the stock market which is day trading short-term trading (laughs) and using the stock market like a casino short selling so i've been a sub of wall street bets for years and i really only used it to read and laugh and meme and and all of that because i i was not really in a position to gamble the way in which people gamble on that subreddit right when i Um, I initially opened my uh robin hood account that's when i joined wall street best like i looked for like investing subreddits and that was one of the ones that came up and yeah it's to me it to me it seemed like just like a thing that memed on the stock market and like just anything in general yeah, and and those guys, everyone that was a part of that at that time, um, were all people that were either fairly wealthy and would spend obscene amount of money to either make a lot of money or lose a lot of, money and then post about it. And they would either post post what was called their gain porn or their loss porn, right? Either showing screenshots of all the money that they made or all the money that they lost. Um, or there was a group of people that was just essentially gambling with whatever money they had to try and make money. Right. And that's what the subreddit was. Um, so in 2019, there was a guy, uh, his, his Reddit handle is, um, deep fucking value is his, is his Reddit handle. Um, and he made a post in, um, he made a post in 2019, essentially saying, guys, GameStop is going to explode. It's, it's going to happen. I don't know when. I don't know. Did this, did this coincide with uh, the Chewy um, <sighs> founder? No, Chewy was like this up? summer. Chewy, I, I think I, Chewy was this summer. I feel like I. Yes, Neil. I feel like the. I feel like the. I feel like the founder of Chewy had made the move already, but. But I don't know for certain. But the reason why he made the post was because he felt like truly felt like GameStop was undervalued. 
And when he did the research on the company, he realized that there were a bunch of hedge funds that were shorting the stock, which is fast forwarding to today, the root cause of everything that we're seeing right now. So he realized that there were there were all of these hedge funds artificially shorting the stock and making it cheaper than what it should be. So he decided shorting the stock means shorting a stock means yes. Well, I I was going to clarify on that. Um, Yeah. So so basically, what I do, what I do mostly, is I just buy stock. I buy the share price. So let's say I invest a hundred bucks. Okay. If that stock drops to $0, I lose a hundred bucks. That's it. Okay. Now when somebody shorts first off for clarification to do that kind of trading, a basic brokerage account wouldn't even work. You need a specific account. You need an account called a margin account. Um, and that's the only way you can do those type of trading anyway, but it, it, it is betting. The, the, the fact that that Reddit is called wall street bets is, is apt because, um, basically you're betting, um, over time that the stock price is going to decrease to that value that you set. Um, and the reason why it's dangerous is because if it doesn't decrease, if it increases, you're going to owe, you're going to owe money. Correct. Correct. And, um, to be clear, most people on wall street bets don't short stock. Um, the, the other side of Wall Street bets besides people buying long, shares long is, them, is them is that well is them buying options oh, which yeah. which we can which we can get to as well without making this a class on um, <laughs> the stock market the but stock market. Um, so so yes yeah, so he realized that there were hedge funds shorting the stock meaning that they chose a lender to lend them money to buy shares in the event that the shares will go down in price and they will be able to buy those shares at a lower price and then pay back the money that they've owed. The issue is to Felix's point is if the money does not, if the stock price does not go down and it goes up, when you are shorting a stock, your loss is infinite. It doesn't end because if the price keeps going up per share, you need to buy every share that you owe for whatever cost the stock price is. So if you borrowed 10,000 shares of a stock and it went up to 1,000 shares a stock for a single unit of a single share, you owe 10,000 times $1,000, right? Um, <laughs> and, it, and it can go infinitely, right? Because right. you have to keep buying those shares, right? So what happens is if I borrow those 10,000 shares, I then need to buy them back right? So when I'm buying them back, I have to buy them at whatever the market price is at. When I'm buying them at the market price, everyone else is buying them at that price as well. And as we keep all as a collective buying the stock, the stock price goes up, obviously, right? Right. So they have to keep buying. And when someone buys 10,000 shares, as an example, 10,000 shares of a stock, it's going to shoot the price up and they have to keep buying and they have to keep buying to essentially buy all of the shares that they owe. And there's a fucking um, hilarious term that they call this when everyone starts buying the shit back. And I need to find it because it was mentioned in the time article. 
Oh God! Get keep talking, Locke. I'll get. I mean, obviously they have it. to do that uh, as soon as possible because, like you just said, your loss would be infinite. It just it, it's increasing, so they're now, forced to do this, and right. they have to because obviously earning money is the goal, not losing money. Right, and and to be clear, I I mentioned ten thousand shares. Um, there's people on Reddit that buy ten thousand shares. These these hedge funds are are buying millions of shares. To be very clear about this, so. When we talk infinite loss, they're they're in the billions of dollars of money that they need to spend to buy these shares back, and most of these yeah. hedge it's called, funds don't. By the way, it's called a have sh- that money. It's called a short squeeze. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So when they're all they're all crazy <laughs> doing this, like it's fucking. I mean, uh, it's yeah, like a bottleneck. Pennies, pennies make it make millions of dollars worth of difference. Correct. So so um, before we keep going, so deep fucking value. He calls this out and everyone on wall street bet is like, you're a fucking idiot. Like you're, <laughs> you're an idiot. And they essentially laugh him off of the subreddit. Um, and it starts gaining traction because more and more people just randomly start talking about it. The thing you have to understand about the wall, wall street bet um, community is essentially like if you just post a bunch of emojis and share your stock ticker and say that it's going to go up, someone's going to throw money into it. Um, so people just started buying it. Right. And because people start buying it, the stock price naturally goes up. So deep fucking value bought at $4 a share or under when he was buying. Right. So think of that $4 a share. He was buying this, all of these shares and he was buying them and buying them and buying them. His initial investment was either 50 or $60,000. I forget which one, but it was either 50 or 60 is how much money he threw into it at that time. Um, and it starts gaining traction over the course of the past year, I would say at this point, it's been gaining traction. And then you get to the past like two weeks when everything has then since exploded. Um, but that's kind of the backstory of what led um, led us to where we're at now. I mean, part of it is definitely because of Cohen, the former, uh, you know, Chewy CEO. He bought like a 10% stake uh, like a few months ago, he's uh, somebody uh, letting me know September he bought that stake, and mm-hmm. then he then he did, like announced it publicly then, and that was also another indication that something would would probably happen with GameStop, um, because it wasn't until January, early January, it was just hovering around eighteen to twenty dollars, like that's right. where it was. It was pretty solid until then, and then this this last week is where everything like really blew up. Um, and yeah, right. You're right. And and uh, I think the, that with, with yeah. Cohen, with Cohen really quickly is he completely grew Chewy, Chewy.com into this massive e-commerce site. Right. So like him joining GameStop was like this revitalization for the company as like a visionary to say, Chewy's this cat- person's going to help animal food. That is that what it is? Animal food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, Chewy.com. We, yeah. we get Chewy all the time where we did. There you go. Um, so he grew Chewy into this billion dollar company, um, when it wasn't that before. Um, so him joining GameStop was this huge indication of like, Hey, is this guy going to do it again? Right. Is he going to, is he going to make GameStop into something that's, um, that's like valuable. Yeah. And there were also rumors that GameStop was going to start covering, uh, uh, was going to start um, having uh, PC parts that they were going to create like PC uh, build stations inside of their retail locations that they were going to do like um, custom build options, like some other popular sites do 
um, all of which apparently is coming down the the, the pipeline for GameStop. But Hell, all of these little things start helping the stock price go up. There was also a rumor um, at one point that Microsoft was going to buy them. At one point, well, the, well, the partnership, yeah, uh, yeah, and then it became the partnership with GameStop and Microsoft, which, which again helped the stock price. Um, so all of this helps it helps it go. Um, the tipping point for all of this, though, was when 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 Wall Street bets realized the amount of stocks that were shorted, which mm-hmm. this is a super important part, and why. All of this is absolutely ridiculous and why there will probably be a ton of regulations that come out of the end of this is that Mm -hmm. Wall Street, the hedge funds, shorted 140% of stocks, meaning they were shorting more stocks than were available to purchase. And it was allowed to happen. (laughs) So the fact that they shorted more stocks that were were available, so they were 40% over the total amount of the company meant that they were they could be hemorrhaged to the fact that the stock price could go up indefinitely to a ceiling that no one knows what's capable because this hasn't happened before where a company's been shorted against to the amount where there's more sh- there's more shares that have been shorted than there are that are available to purchase um and that's what makes this very very unique um mm. And quite frankly, should be illegal from a hedge fund perspective, but is not and is allowed. Um, so that brings us to the past two weeks um, and where, where we're at now. Um, so, Neo, what, what were some of the things that you wanted to bring up to kind of summarize where we've been at for the past maybe two um, weeks to a week with it? So about a week ago, the stock price was at about $20 and... Over the weekend or by Monday morning, the stock actually shot up like a massive amount. Hang on. I do have my uh, my thing in front of me here. And it was funny because I actually noticed that I I wasn't like actively on Wall Street bets, but I was I was looking at um, just just stocks in general and noticing that it was at $20. And then by the time the morning of Monday, like Monday morning came, I, I noticed that it, it was spiking up incredibly because it went from that morning, it went from $60 to about $140, which is when I guess everything came, came to head. Um, well, that's and, everybody buying, right? So that's everybody right. over the yeah, weekend. Because- People had like the whole weekend to talk about it. And then Monday, everybody rushes to buy. Well, the point of clarification um, is now you don't just have like short sellers buying. You now have like retail purchasers, like people like right. me, people well, like right, me. Cause now again, you have to, you have to realize this, this subreddit has, you know, it's, it's grown exponentially, but hundreds of thousands, millions of people on it. And everyone's saying buy GME. And the type of people that that gravitate towards this subreddit literally only need one person on the internet to tell them to do something, and they will literally do it. <laughs> so, um, so you now have millions of people buying, and some of them are not buying a lot. Some of them are buying one share, two shares, mm-hmm. five shares. But again, those are shares that are being taken away from the available shares that the shorts need to buy later. So when there's no available there's no available stocks to per shares to purchase. They're having to purchase at market price. They're having to purchase at the highest amount possible. And if we keep buying, the price will continue to go up indefinitely. Um, 
when this happened to Volkswagen in the past, Volkswagen went up to the most valuable company in the world at a thousand dollars a share um, at the time in 2008, when it was on near bankruptcy, it went to a thousand dollars a share because of a short squeeze that was happening. Um, (laughs) And there's, for those that know the financial side of this way more than I do are saying that this could be three, five, 10 times the amount of Volkswagen if it hits its peak and it's allowed to hit its peak. If it doesn't get shut down somehow. Well, they're already starting that they're already putting blocks on whether people can buy and like, so they're halting. Mm -hmm. I mean, but there's, there, there are sec regulations that, that force, and this is pre pre GME, um, that if a, a stock is rising too quickly, they do need to halt it. So they pause trading for like a 15 minute window. Um, and you'll usually see a dip in the market. People will start selling off cause they start to panic. Right. Um, so they start selling off. You see a dip in the stock price and then it starts rising up again because people buy the dip. Um, and that's, that's the motto of wall street bets Buy the dip and hold and don't fucking sell. Um, so, so if I'm, can I talk about my journey a little bit about what happened please. this week. Yeah. Um, do. Monday morning, um, I noticed the, uh, the inevitable like rise of it. And I decided I to purchase shares at $64 so that morning is what is when they were $60. And then it skyrocketed up to about one forty by like mid afternoon. And, um, at that point it was starting to reach its like peak for the day. And you can see by on January 25th, it has like, like a big mountaintop where it reaches its peak and then it starts coming down. And I'll admit I, I, I panic sold, but I, I sold, I, I jumped out on a, on a profit. Right, so sure. that was, that was good ultimately. So you don't and have any now or did you rebuy? Well, hang rebuy? on. Oh, I did. I did rebuy. It went, rich. it went, well, uh, well, it went up um, yesterday on the 26th was one of actually the crazier day because it started at $80 and then it, it went all the way yeah, up. It dipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it went back down, but then it went all the way back up to about 145 And after that happened, it held at $280 around. It hovered around that area. Like it went all the way back up to that area and then hell it's been holding in that average for like the last day or two. Um, yeah, I which is when I bo- today, which is like right before I bought back in. Yeah. Today I haven't, I didn't see it dip past 300. I don't think it, it went below 300 cause I watched it all day today. Um, yeah, I mean, so I had that on a screen just all day, just yeah. watching what it was. Did doing. you buy yeah, any block? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I own a decent, a decent number. Of you shares. already, you already did before it, yeah, yeah, oh, I bought okay. in. Um, yeah, I think oh, I'm. God. I think I have like I think I have like 120 shares. Um, oh. Is what I'm currently holding. Um, oh, so I'm gonna just keep holding, bro. We're gonna just hold till I either oh, lose it all or, or I make a lot of money. So we'll, we'll see. Um, I mean, I don't think for the, you. The, I don't think the decline of the share price is gonna. Even though it's rising fast, I don't. I don't think it's gonna like just drop to zero one day no i have i have stop i have stop loss orders in okay. so okay um, cool yeah, yeah yeah dude i'm 
yeah, it's I'll be okay. Oh, I, um, I should put this but, in. I should put this in too. Um, but like the funny thing yeah. with, with this is like Wall Street bets first started with like, all right, dude, we're gonna just try to get this to four twenty sixty nine. Like we're gonna just try <laughs> and make this stock yeah. price four hundred twenty dollars. And like we're all gonna just sell at four twenty sixty nine. And then like a week ago when it was like getting north to like you know upwards of t- upwards of two hundred, people were like. Oh no, man, this is, this has got to be like a thousand. Like we're not, we're not stopping until a thousand. And then like, like CNBC picks it up. Like that's the other crazy thing, right? Like mm-hmm. the mainstream media are talking about this subreddit. They're talking about, um, they're talking about all of these different, like, you know, retail day trader investors. And they're talking about this battle between hedge funds and uh-huh. normal ass people that figured out how to manipulate the market. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, all of that makes the, the price skyrocket. So everyone's like, Oh no, we're going to a thousand dollars a share. And then people are like, no, we're going to $3,000 a share. And no one knows because it can keep going up, right? Like these hedge funds have to buy well, millions of shares and Friday is D day. Um, and Friday will be the day, um, that really sets the tone for the future of, of the stock price and where this goes. And that's because on Friday, all of the option contracts that were purchased expire because option contracts expire every Friday. So, so what does that, what does that mean for the stock? Um, well, um, what happens on Friday with the option contracts expiring is an option is the, um, is the option to buy a stock at either a certain price. And you, when you, when you buy an option contract, you're essentially, you set an expiration date, which, which usually expires on a Friday. And you're essentially buying the, the ability to buy the stock at a certain price and you buy it as a put or a call. A call means you expect the share price to go up a put means you expect the share price to go down. Well, what happens on Friday is all of those contracts expire and all of the hedge funds that have been using those options to essentially hemorrhage the stock price are all going to expire. And Friday is going to be a big purchase date for a lot of these hedge funds. So they're going to have to buy a lot of amounts of stock on Friday, which is probably going to cause a surge. Um, Holy how, shit. Big of, how big of a surge, we don't know yet. Um, and to just call back to deep fucking value who again, remember put in, I think 50 to 60 K I believe right now his last on wall street bets. Let me, let me bring it up really quickly. Cause he, he, he posts daily updates, um, and he shows his accounts, um, every, every day at the end of each day to show you where he's at. Um, his last post, his current value for his game stock is $47,973,298. Oh my God. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, his average price paid on his stock is $14. And that's because, um, he (laughs) keeps buying, he's kept buying as he goes. He probably hasn't bought in a long time, but, um, that's his average price. Um, and it's pretty he, great. It's pretty good. He, yeah. He currently owns 50,000 shares in the is what he currently, currently owns. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, Christ. So you should see the, the posts on the posts on wall. Street oh my God. 
any anytime he posts like his his uh, his screenshot of how much money he has, everyone just goes, "He's holding, we're holding, we're all holding," and then it's just like <laughs> post after post after post after post of just like hold, 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 hold. Um, and that's the crazy thing, man. Like everything that's happening right now um, is because it's never happened before at this scale, and it hasn't happened before this organized to where you know the hedge funds and wall street are scared. They really are. Um, Melvin capital, which is a, which is a huge, um, investment firm had to be bailed out for like one or $2 billion because they couldn't afford all of the shorts that they put out on GameStop. Um, which is, which is insane considering how I, I, I tuned in a little bit to CNBC a few times throughout the day and right. they were, vehemently against what the social media was doing to GameStop. They were they it was like enraging them. They were like confused and befuddled by it. Um and the fact that a hedge fund can so easily collapse because of the sheer amount of bet that they like the bets that they were like hedging on is is insane to think about that you can get mad by a collective get mad at a collective of people working together rather than like a like you know, multi-million billion hedge fund place that needs to be bailed out in, the, in that situation, which is right. What you what you should kind of be like. Well, they they made that's their loss. They made they bet against the, the game. They were they were playing in the game, man, and they right. lost. You know. Um, yeah, AOC um, tweeted. Um, gotta admit, it's really something to see Wall Streeters with a history of treating our economy as a casino complain about a message board of posters also treating the market as a casino. <laughs> um, there it is. Yep. Yep. So and, and it's true. Like none of this, none of this was a problem until a bunch of degenerate gamblers and random day traders and video game players and average ass people on a forum were all like, all right, Fuck let's it. do it. We like right? GameStop. Um, and we're talking about GameStop right now, but it's happening. The, the, the idea of shorting a stock is not new, right? So it's also happening with AMC. Um, it's also happened with Best Buy. It's happening a little bit with BlackBerry. Um, Nokia. Nokia, which, which, you know, some of them, some of them are not, in my opinion, worthwhile investments. Some of them are great investments. Um, both short and long term, but um, well, they they do it when a company is losing its innate value. You know, it it, it it like or they want you to think the company is losing its innate value. Right, right. That's the other thing because they're yeah. artificially setting us. Um, right, 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 right. I was reading an article that, that a lot of the original short selling that was done on this was motivated to kind of tank the company for their benefit. Oh. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's all, all of this is for the benefit of a hedge fund, right? right? Because because hedge funds make money when they're shorting the stock. They make they make hundreds of millions of dollars when they short stock and the stock price goes down. So this is a tactic that hedge that hedge funds use mm-hmm. um and that investments firms use regularly to make a lot of money. Um it's only at this point are they being faced with average Joes who talk in emojis and use, <laughs> use, you know, you know, use garbage language to say, no, we're as a collective going to just buy as much as we can. And we're going to hold and, you know, 
the the thing with Wall Street bets is like you're not doing this with your retirement, right? Like you're doing this as like you walking into Vegas and putting 10k on black on roulette and like you lose <laughs> all right fine if we win and i make 50k great um and that's why you have people that go in there and buy a share buy three shares or whatever right it's not everybody buying 50,000 shares um but what this has done is it's it, it's made some pretty big whales that are out there actual rich people to buy shares um and there's been a lot of other investments firms that have bought shares in GME, right? Because every share that's purchased is, is a good thing against those that are shorting the stock. Um, so there are like actual investments firms buying the shares because now they're going to make money. Um, you have, uh, Elon Musk tweeted about GameStop. Um, he tweeted it out. I'm pretty sure the stock price rose $80 a share between the time that he tweeted it and, um, how quickly it rose. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it's, it's crazy. Um, the wall street bets subreddit got shut down for first tonight, um, because the mm-hmm. mods needed to clean it up. Um, because there were, there were a bunch of like, yeah, yeah. There were a bunch of bot accounts coming in and, um, like muddling, muddling, whatever their messaging was or like people, the- like people saying like sh- sell your GM tank and like mm-hmm. you know there were accounts that were made like last week or were just made and it's like you know what which hedge fund do you work for trying to get me to sell my shares and everyone yeah, posted, everyone everyone's mm-hmm. just posting like bots or saying like fuck off we're holding you know it's just Reddit, Reddit it's so funny sad, they, they catch on so easily to that to that yeah. kind of stuff it's so funny man like on a certain level it's just hilarious to see like this Mm-hmm. This like filthy mouth subreddit just fucking go in on the stock market on Wall, on Wall Street, dude. That's that's the best part even, about this for sure. Even if I do lose out on this crazy moment in in like the stock market history, like I'm just ha- I'm just happy to be here and just have fun with mm-hmm. it. I'm, I'm fully prepared to lose whatever I put yeah, in. Yeah, in terms of risks, Neo, yeah. what you're doing isn't what everyone else is. Do- the most you're going to lose is whatever money you put in. Like put in exactly or whatever the whatever inflates to, but whatever inflates to and then decreases to whenever you sell, that's the most you're going to lose. Like essentially, I I I pulled out on Monday, so I came out with profit, and then I put that just I just put that back into right into game right back in there. So like I didn't, I, I haven't gained anything yet as far as that's concerned, but like. I'm just I'm just sitting on it now and seeing what happens mm. now come Friday because well, watching the stock market today was interesting because um, I was watching the market like, like lock up like AMC multiple times. They locked up Nokia like once or twice and they locked GameStop from being purchased multiple times um, mm. this morning. I tried to buy shares of, of, of AMC to get in on that. Right, and right, right. It's it straight up. I couldn't like like Robinhood straight up rejected me. Like it would not. Let Dude, me there were so many. Purchase e- anything. I I was trying to sell uh, shares in another company today, and my E Trade app was literally giving me the middle finger. Was literally like it was freezing. It like it wouldn't work. Um, finally, it went. Robin, through. Robinhood went down. Yeah, yeah. Finally, finally, my my shares went through. Um, I still don't have the money in my account, even though, even though, um, the, the, it says the, the thing was executed. So 
if I don't have mm-hmm. the money in my account by tomorrow, I'm gonna have to fucking e-trade. Um, I think TD Ameritrade was actually stopping people from buying GME or was stopping people from putting in stop loss orders or something. I mean, literally there was a, I, I have yeah. a message in front of me. Um, they stopped um, it on GME and AMC, um, which a lot of people pointed out how unfair it was to block the average user from being able to use their services while other people, larger, larger more cl- right. like you know bigger companies could do this and they could actively right. trade and buy and sell which was kind of kind of shitty for the average person it is it is um especially when you look at like how many people like catch this by the way of the news and are like all right fuck it i'll put i'll buy a share right like let me mm-hmm. sign up for a robin hood account let me like put a share in um you know let me dabble with it right again knowing that like there is a chance whatever you put in, you are going to lose. You could lose that, right? We're not talking about like long-term play, investment, retirement, any of that, right? Um, you're you're not allowing them to do that, right? Where a hedge fund is going to be able to go and gobble up whatever shares they want. They're not using, mm-hmm. you know, fucking E-Trade on their iPhone to buy Robinhood to buy, to buy shares. Um, so yeah, th- like this afternoon fucking reddit twitter all of that was out of control was it was out of control lock Um, it was it was insane lock was i reading right that like now in reaction to all of this there's a bunch of companies that are doing long selling where they're betting that the uh, the the price is going to go to a higher price well yeah i mean that would be an option call yeah so um you know i've I've dabbled a little bit in options um, myself. Um, do, do you think that could be, I, I, this is where my mind gets a little muddied on how this works, but do you think that could be mm-hmm. reactions from companies that anticipate that they're going to fucking take a beating? So they're trying to like um, make themselves. Or will, will companies start watching wall street bets to see who they can bet against or bet for uh, maybe. whoever wall street whoever wall street bets no i'm not saying yeah. i'm like maybe maybe companies will go there's, maybe there's, we should watch reddit and see what no, wall street bets is, is selling you are know, no, you're, you're you yeah i mean you're not you're not necessarily wrong right like um there's a bunch of like twitter posts from you know i don't know who they are verified people on twitter so they're somewhat fucking important on the internet um saying like you know it, wall street bets has the ability to be a, a a somewhat profitable hedge fund if they really wanted to create themselves as one right mm-hmm. they're just doing over the internet what people do every single day behind closed doors inside of a company right they're just doing it publicly and in probably the the most college frat way possible um they're doing it that way um so yeah i mean um you know buying calls felix is something that people do every day because you can make a ton of money investment call yeah i I looked into Um, it and then i just stared at it for five seconds and i went i'm not paying attention to this close enough yeah like even the the big yeah the biggest thing with calls the biggest things with calls is inputs for that matter is you always know how much money because you're always spending a premium and that premium amount that you spend always the going to be what you're okay with losing. Like I try, I did some Apple calls uh, recently where I bet that the Apple price was going to go up um, and it didn't. And I lost money. Right. And you know um, the, 
the the benefit of options for for some day traders and for some you know people that are getting into it which i would never recommend anyone does options without a lot of research is you can you can um spend a fraction of the cost of money um and the the flip side to it ha- there's a lot of upside to how much money you can make with little investment um but it's also the hot like one of the higher forms of gambling on the stock that you can do. Um, and the same thing goes for puts. If you're betting that the stock price is going to go down, it's, it's the same thing. Um, yeah. So at, at this point, um, we don't know where it's going to go. We don't, we don't know. Are, um, can I ask what your, what your plans for Friday are? Um, I got in super early. Um, and I don't really, um, I'm probably going to just hold until, until Valhalla is probably what I'll, what I'll do. I'm going to just hold man. Um, I wish I, I, I wish I had liquid cash to buy in, but I can't, we just don't have any. I mean, I mean, it's really easy to get liquid cash. You just got to sell know. some other shares. I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I haven't done AMC personally yet, Neo. Um, I know you mentioned that I've, I've thought about it cause AMC is in a very similar, is in a very similar spot as, and as they're in a GME. good buying price every, you know? Yeah. So the, the good thing about, about AMC right now is that it's uh, not $300 a share. Um, so that definitely makes it easier to buy in. Um, the, the downside of AMC is it doesn't have the momentum that GME does both from a community perspective. And then also it's not being shorted as much as GME. So the upswing potential is not as high, but you can still make, a lot of money because these, these hedge funds literally don't think they're going to lose. So they keep mm-hmm. shorting the stock. They ha- literally haven't stopped. They keep fucking doing it over and over and over again. They have not stopped there, yet. So there was a like, segment pointing out on the graph of GME that this is where the hedge funds decided to pull out their short, but everyone on wall street bets was like, don't believe it. Don't fall for it. Just keep holding, keep buying. Yeah. Which yeah. is, this is interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, so AMC is definitely, um, if you wanted to try and catch a little bit of a squeeze, um, you know, what wall street bets is planning on doing is, um, whenever this, this bubble, which will pop at some point, it's going to pop because GameStop is not worth $300 a share. That's the other no, thing to make it very is, clear. It, is not, it yeah. is not worth that. It is, it was undervalued at $4 a share. It is overvalued at $300 a share. Um, the bubble will pop at some point. Um, and everyone is talking, you know, wall street bets is like, okay, we're going to move our money from here. Where are we going next? And, you know, Mm -hmm. um, uh, there's talks of it being AMC. There's talks of it being, um, Nokia, um, which, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in pretty deep in Blackberry. Um, I'm deeper Same. in Blackberry. I'm deeper in Blackberry than I am in, in GME. Um, but nice. uh, I also bought, I also bought Blackberry at like, uh, $7 a share at the time. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty good in- increase since then. Yeah. It's like $24 today. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but again, like, so from my perspective, Blackberry is a great stock to buy. And it's not a meme stock like Wall Street Bets is making it because I believe that BlackBerry is undervalued. Um, 
and it's not being shorted not nearly i don't know the percent of short on it but it's not being shorted nearly as much as as gme which again oh, is yeah. is a hundred was a hundred and percent the values change i don't know what it is but um and it's just so wild that it's happening to gamestop of all places like mm-hmm. this could have happened to any company but it's happening it's a gamer stock <laughs> like it's so that it's happening to gamestop it really my, is my- my favorite turn of phrase now is power to the players, which mm. is what a lot of that, that, going that, around. Yeah. That, that's yeah, GameStop's yeah. like slogan. And now people right, on Wall Street right. bets are like shouting it, you know? Right, right. <laughs> it's just hilarious to me that now that's, that's, that's what they're I doing. I feel like <laughs> so many more people are involved in this that would not have been because it is GameStop. Uh, yeah. You're probably right, Trip. You're probably right. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like I saw Dr. Dr. Lupo tweeted out like the, um, he tweeted out the rocket ship emoji, mm-hmm. which is essentially like like a founding emoji of of Wall Street bets. So he 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 tweeted out like to the moon, which is like a, a meme on on Wall Street bets, mm-hmm. which is essentially like we're going to take this stock price to the moon. So he tweeted that out, and I tweeted <laughs> I tweeted back I tweeted back to Lupo. I was like, let's fucking go, Lupo, <laughs> and he responded. Lupo responded to me and was like was like, yup, like we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't know if he like sleuthed on Wall Street's bet Wall Street bets before this or like he just like caught wind because it's GameStop. But like right. there are so many streamers on that are talking about GME. And I have to feel like to your point, Trip, that they're only talking about it because it's GameStop. It's or it's, because like it's it's yeah. hit their ethos, right? It's like the perfect cross section of internet and people that love games and those people do a lot of things on the internet together and it just stirring this up even more than if it was like i don't know pick any random company that's being shorted a fuck ton because this would work and i'm sure wall street bets would still have done this but the traction i think is really being helped by this cross-section of like just internet memers that that there's right. a lot of parallels to like to twitch culture mm-hmm. and to reddit culture as a whole it just it's like the perfect snowball of activity yeah yeah and i think um yeah it, it's just I feel like GameStop is probably the perfect company for this to happen to because of like everything. Like when, when the stock went from like 140 ish, I'm total ballparking to like 80 people were like equating that to like buying a new video game and then selling it back to GameStop. <laughs> right? Like, right? Like, yeah, uh, just the parallels like, are so good, it's man. It's so, so it's good. just so good. And then there's people on wall street bets like, guys, we need to go to, we need to all go to GameStop and sign up for power up boards cards that'll help the stock price go up we all gotta sign up <laughs> like it's, it's so, so fucking funny it's so funny because all of the all of this is created by a, by hedge fund it has nothing to do with the company itself right like right. again when this dude bought into this company it's because he didn't think the share price should be under a dollar but he didn't think it was going to go up to 300 plus dollars a share at the time he was just saying, guys, like if you invest some money into this, you're going to make some money because it's not worth a dollar a share. It's worth way more. Right. Um, and then you're, all talking, of you're this talking about the chewy guy. From, Are you talking about the, no, chewy no, no, guy? The, the, the guy from Reddit? Oh, the, the guy from Reddit that, that bought in, you know, that's now got a net worth of, of 50 million off of a 50 K investment. Right. Um, <laughs> which is an absolutely obscene, obscene. <laughs> He's like the Lord. He's like the Lord and Savior of Wall Street bets now. Um, <laughs> so 
you know, um, it, it could not, I, I don't think it, it would have definitely been as big for any other company, but I'm, I'm very happy that it's GameStop because it like, it crosses paths with so much. It, it really does. And then just the shitty business practice of GameStop in general, I know, which will hopefully perfect. change with, with, with this guy from Chewy coming. Um, who is, who is actually a really great person too, which is, which is cool. So hopefully he can actually turn the company around, um, in the long term. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where we're at. Do we feel like we did a good job of summarizing it? You did a great, you did a great job. And I'm like retro, uh, retroactively. I'm like thinking like if Locke didn't join the show, what would this show have been? It would have been, you guys would have done it. Dumpster fire. Mm. You would have done it. I would have done it. I'd be like, like, the article kind of like says this is, uh, if, uh, Like, regurgitating uh, half-read articles. Yeah, regurgitating uh, half-read articles. Market, uh, well, this is the benefit of this is this is the other reason why is because everyone's at fuck. No one is like at work not being able to look at this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the other thing is like we're all able to multitask while we're doing our jobs to mm-hmm. like watch the stock market, read Twitter, read read Reddit, like watch mm-hmm. watched the watch the internet live feed of cnbc right. like all Just of this the, can ooh, happen oh, oh, right? oh, like, oh okay which I makes it co- even crazy co-workers talk to me about gamestop today just mm-hmm. come in and ask me like Did you watch the stock market are you seeing what's happening with this and i'm like you i had no idea you would have even even cared about it and i've had multiple conversations my family text blew up today talk like really? like my my brother yeah my brother was posting like yo look at gamestop right now look at my holdings in gamestop and i was like <laughs> you too are you mm-hmm. serious this was today just today like and i i've been watching this since monday too you know what i mean like right right it's stupid how like how it's like breached mainstream like just this house it has. It's Lock, crazy. It, it really uh, what is. you what you were talking about earlier makes me think of my uh, my former degenerate uh, gambling roommate, who um, mm-hmm. had one day or one week. I came back into our place, and he had in our living room had set up like like seven TVs <laughs> to, to watch professional mm. football, <laughs> to watch all this, the games that he had spreads on, and there was an eighth TV, like a smaller TV that yeah, had American Idol on it. And I said, I get all of these. What the fuck is that? And he's like, I bet on American Idol. Oh my God. He's like, dude. I bet that that guy's going to fucking win. <laughs> I'm like, how did you bet on American Idol? He's like, offshores, bro. Offshores. He's like, wow. Get out of my fucking face. I'm watching. Right. <laughs> he just went, back to, just went back to watching the TV. Yeah. I'll never forget that. I was like, what the fuck are um, all these TVs? That's hilarious. I mean, people have, I mean, like, not thing. The only reason why it's so big now is because it's, it's not one. It's become more accessible for a lot of different reasons. It's right, become because, more accessible because of like right? a retail trading that people can do. Well, yeah, like there, there's a huge Robin thing right Hood now, right? And- like, like zero, zero dollar commission fees. Like when we were like back in the, like not, not so distant future, you used to have to spend a commission fee to sell shares or buy shares, right? Like E-Trade doesn't charge you commission fees right now. Robinhood doesn't charge you. Oh, I didn't know. I did not realize that. Yeah. E-Trade tells you now when you 
the app, zero zero commission fees, right? They waived those, right? Oh, that's so that's a big thing. Not that it was a ton of money, but it's money, right? That you're right. gaining back in your pocket. Um, you also have stimulus checks with people literally yoloing all of and stimulus <laughs> to <laughs> fucking stock, right? Um, <laughs> so, like, it, you know, it it's it, and then it transcended. It transcends, like, you know who's who who during the day watches cnbc like you know market watch besides like actual investors right nobody but like when it when it hits the zeitgeist like this you then have the entire population looking at it and then it becomes something that transcends like its own you know ecosystem um and um i can't wait to see what happens tomorrow because it's if anything, the memes on Reddit are most entertaining. And that's, that's like, that's the best because honestly, I laugh out loud like nine times, nine street bets. It's fucking absolutely hilarious. Um, yeah. Um, so what yeah, were the I'll questions? I'll be watching it closely too. Yeah. What were the you, questions, Felix? I think what were the you questions them. that you were asked? No, I just had uh, a friend of mine said a couple of friends of mine were asking, like, should I invest in GameStop? I think we answered that. Um, and then the other question is, is it risky to do that? And I think it's, we answered that is, question. It is very risky. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, to clarify on the two types of investing you can do, it's incredibly hella uh, risky if you set up a margin account and then try to, like, fucking bet the way these Inve- fucking people are doing it well or- investing investing right now is this akin to gambling you are gambling yeah prepare to you'll but, lose but whatever it is you, you, put in, you know correct if if you the i guess the summary to to should you do this is you should only put in money that you are also okay losing right no we're not giving you- out advice this is not advice correct <laughs> it is not knowing this is knowing- not advice <laughs> no man <laughs> Nah, I'm just a dude. I'm just a dude. I'm just a dude here on a webcam. Um, you should only invest what you are okay with losing. And if that means buying a single share and maybe making a little bit of money, um, if it goes up to a thousand dollars a share, you just made $700. Um, but if it goes down to $5 a share, you've just lost $295. And if you're okay with that, then yeah, you should probably do it. Um, if you're not okay with that, then no, you should just follow Twitter and Reddit and enjoy everything enjoy that's going to happen to come because it's what, this is for sure. A, it's, it is for sure a moment. In I'm, being, I'm being told have an exit strategy as well. I'm being told in my, in my earpiece. Yeah, you absolutely should. You should have a lot of stop loss orders. People um, used to say to me all the time, money. lock people used to say to me all the time. They don't understand why. You know, I'm okay spending money in strip clubs. I'm okay spending right. money in strip clubs because that's money that I don't believe is going to be there again. Like right. I'm spending. Exactly. It's not unlike going to a fucking carnival show and playing the games. I don't think I'm going to mm-hmm. win. I'm playing for the fun right. of, of the thrill of playing the game. Right. Um, and if you go into it with that mindset and you're not doing it to try and like, you know, take your life savings and like put, let it ride. Like, right. You know, right. Exactly. It's, like it's when you go point. to the horse track, you don't expect to fucking win unless you're a real true degenerate gambler. Who's <laughs> trying to play all the horses. <laughs> like, right. You right. know, but yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So who know who knows where this where this will go? Um, I'm gonna have and, that ticker on all day tomorrow in my office. That's yeah. Sure. I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna fluctuate a lot. I think tomorrow. I think we're gonna see it peak higher than it's been, and I think it'll probably even out again. I'm gonna hold. Um, I'm holding. Don't let me sell. Don't let yeah, me do the, it. The, the big, the biggest, the biggest thing with this is if people start selling, right? Like we are literally only a strong. If people start selling and selling l- massive amounts, the stock price will not continue to rise. So literally, we are all playing chicken with a freight train that's coming, and we have to <laughs> all wait until the last possible second to dodge it. Mm-hmm. So that is why you should only be spending the money that you are okay with lighting on fire. And if you are not okay with lighting it on fire, you should go invest in a mutual fund and make money over 10 years. It's, it's, what you gonna, it's gonna happen fast. The second that that starts to dip, like for real, like when people are really, really, really done with it, it's gonna right? just vaporize. Correct. Correct. And it it will happen so fast that the sites will DDoS themselves. Here's, here's a little here's a little stock tip for you when you're selling shares. You never want to buy shares or sell shares at market price because that gives the ability for your shares to be sold or purchased at essentially whatever price. Okay. When you put in limit orders, you're saying I do not want to buy a share unless it's at this price, or I don't want to sell a share unless it's at this price. When you choose market, you can, market is the, the, the type, right? If I go, I want to buy 10 shares at market price, and I put it in at 140, but it doesn't get fulfilled until it's 180, I'm buying the shares at, a, at 180 instead of at 140. And the same thing goes for selling. So to your point, Trip, if the stock price hits 1,000, and then six minutes later, it starts tanking to $100. If I don't put in the right order type for when I'm selling, that means my order could be fulfilled at $100 and not Mm -hmm. $1,000. And that's why you should certainly have a strategy for this. Again, this is gambling, folks. This is not not, uh, a financial podcast. This is, right. Uh, <laughs> well, well. On that note, let's let's end it and uh, do the wrap up, and uh, we can chat more in the post show about it. Possibly, oh, yeah. But I know a lot of people are uh, they're seeing dollar signs with their eyeballs right now. Um, they uh, they certainly are. So yeah, this is Lock and Key. <laughs> thank you for listening to me. I feel like I talk too much, but thank you for listening anyway. This uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lock underscore Key. Um, that is really it, especially now because. I don't have anything in this house set up. So uh, follow me there. Catch you guys next week. Cool. Uh, I am Trip Zero. You guys can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Trip Zero TV. I stream Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. We've been living in Stardew Valley, man. And uh, we are continuing our challenge run for update 1.5 to finish the community center bundles remixed in year one and uh we're pretty much on pace for that because we're gonna be hitting uh winter probably tomorrow and then into next week as well so pretty fun and then after that we might get into some speeds some speed runs for the game there's a lot of different speed run strategies Ooh. and uh i it's a lot of fun man i think i might just keep the train rolling been getting a lot of love in the stream too so it's kind of the perfect little little moment it's my own little personal game stop so come by <laughs> trip zero tv uh neo 
Aoshi. You can follow me at Neo underscore Aoshi on Twitter. Uh, Neo Aoshi on Twitch. Uh, I'll stream again soon. I'm hoping to play more Sekiro this weekend uh, and Cyberpunk if I have time. But I'm desperately trying to beat my head against the that Sekiro game. So we'll see if I can progress anymore. I am not good at it. <laughs> All right, Felix. And this is Felix Hergood. Uh at Felix Hergel on everything, um, including Twitch, but I haven't been streaming since June. So it's been like almost over a year. It's coming up to a year. Um, and uh, the one thing I, 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 since I haven't been streaming, I am going to put some work in. Uh, I, over, I, this is the first of six days off that I have. So over the next couple of days, I'm, I'll probably put up older episodes in our feed. Um, I'm I'm at 93. I'm going to put up 93 and go backward, um, because our feed goes back to 94. If you want to listen, listen to some of our older gems, you could check that out because they're going to be there soon. So some of them I'm quite drunk on. So that should be fun. (laughs) Looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging. See you next week. uh, We'll see you next week. Uh, anyone in the chat, just so you're aware, uh, during the show, we are not going to engage you. This is an audio product, first and foremost. It makes no sense to engage with people while we're uh, actually just talking, because a week later, someone's going to be like, who the fuck are they talking to? <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to fucking talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> just during the show. Uh, afterwards, we do a, a, like a post-game. I mean, we'll type to you. Yeah, we can type. We can type in the chat. So if you type at us, we can respond to it. Yeah, we, we should clarify that. We do, we, do t- we do type back to you. Well, we shouldn't clarify. You should clarify. That's I should clarify. Note. I'm clarifying. I'm clarifying right now as we... Uh...